welcome to 15 Minutes with Him, a prayer call where we gather from 5.45 to 6 a.m. I am your host, Sister Valerie Lee, and I'm so glad that you have joined me yet again for this time where we look at God's Word and we pray. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord because He's good and His mercy, they do endure forever. And so I am so grateful once again to come to you uh, to look at what God has, is saying in his word and to seek him and to pray to him and to talk to him. And thereby we know because his word says that if we call upon him, that he would answer us and show us great and mighty things that we could never, ever know. And so um, let's get to today's call. When you get an opportunity, I want you to read Jeremiah chapter 9, verse 4, and then verse 6. And I'm reading from the Message Bible version of these two verses again. That's Jeremiah chapter 9, verse 4 and verse 6, and it reads on this wise. Be wary of even long-time neighbors. Don't even trust your grandmother. Brothers scheme against brothers, like old cheating Jacob. Friend against friend spread malicious gossip. Verse 6, they pile wrong up upon wrong, stack lie upon lie, and refuse to know me, God's decree. So far, the scripture. And so today I bring a topic that I think um, sometimes when people look at those who live for God, um, have given their life to Christ, and even the persons themselves may think that because everything is good, because they look to God, they won't go through things that trouble them in their soul. And so um, I had I had taken my daughter uh, to get her hair done at the salon. And um, my hairstylist said, you know, she was like, oh, when is your birthday? And she's speaking to Sinai. And so then she said, oh, because she was thinking about the Zodiacs, right? And so, you know, I don't follow that. Um, however, there are some truths. The people born at certain months, you know, around the same time, the behaviors are very similar. And so she was like, oh, Sinai, you are... And Aries, and, and then she said, and you, Val, when is your birthday? And I said, in March. And she's like, oh, my goodness, you're an Aries, too. And she was like, my mother is an Aries. She said, and I know that when it comes to you guys, you are very sweet, but when someone, like, wrongs you or does something wrong, like, you you go to blows. Like, you will not stop. You will not, um, like, you won't give them um, the benefit of the doubt in the sense that you'll keep giving them chances but once they mess up, like, you are done with them. And so I started laughing because I'm like, yeah, I don't really follow the zodiacs in terms of, like, astrology and all of that, but what she's saying is true. And so I thought about that as I was reading this, these verses today because Jeremiah is talking about, when you get a chance, you can read the entire chapter. He's talking about um, how Israel is sinful and because of their sin and because they have turned away from God and because he's weeping because he is seeking God and trying to understand, like, what is the deal with them? Why are they so wicked and so evil? And he begins to talk about um, these verses that we hear today, that it says, take heed, you know, against uh, or be aware of longtime neighbors, people that you trust. Don't even identify in this version that don't even trust your grandmother, um, that brother will scheme against brother and lie and cheat and friend against friend. And so, it says that they pile wrong upon wrong and stack upon stack lie upon lie, but because they refuse to know God, right? And so I thought that was very powerful because he's saying if they know God, then they would treat 
each other with compassion, right? Because in the two commandments in the New Testament, it talks about that you should love the Lord with all of your heart, all your soul, and all your might. And then the second verse says all the commandments are on these two verses that you should love your neighbor as yourself. And your neighbor can be, of course, the people that live next door, but anyone who you are in proximity with should be your neighbor. And so I thought about this because I, in my personality, I believe to, that everybody is who they say they are. Now let me let me preface that with: if you show me who you are, then I'll know that that's that that's who you are. If you are not truthful, if you are mean, if you are dishonest, if you're sneaky, I, I will see that. And so I deal with you accordingly. But when it comes to specific people, I do give more credence sometimes than they deserve because the same way I can identify that other people have these things about them, the people that I hold dear to me, I will trust that if they say something, if they say they're going to do something um, and they they don't come through, I'll kind of attribute it to, okay, well, they are busy or they got caught up. But then I have learned over these last, I would say, two years that I've had people who have said to me, you know, Sister Val, Val, Miss Lee, however they address me, they would say to me, you, if you ever need anything, if you, you need something from me, I am there for you, right? And because I don't really ask people, to be very honest with you all that are listening to me, sometimes I may need certain things. Sometimes I may uh, need help with something. And it's really only when it gets to a place where I really am against the wall that I may say to someone, okay, I need your help. But sometimes I don't need a thing. I need a person. I need their presence. I need uh, to be in their space. And not for anything deep, but just that companionship, that friendship. And many times, because their lives are busy or they have so many other things to do, they will say, yes, let's do this. Let's get together. Yes, I'm going to call you. Yes, I'll send you an email. And then they don't. And when I tell you it, it, it just saddens me so, not because I don't give them the, 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 the benefit of the doubt to say, well, you got caught up or you were unable to call because, you know, you, you overslept or whatever it is. But I just say, well, they didn't do what they said they were going to do. And then there is no regard, no call out, no call back, no um, acknowledgement of the fact that you said you were supposed to get in contact with me. What happened? Now, I had some people over the course of the last two years who have said that to me, and they did come through, and it might have been at a later time, but there was an acknowledgement of it, right? And they said they were sorry. And I accepted it because I know that they were truthful, but I'm talking about those that I kind of hold dear. They will do that to me, and I will just be, like, almost devastated. And so I will always hear my mother ringing these words in the background. She says often, people are egotistical maniacs. And I go, my, oh, my gosh, that is so intense. Like, why would you say that? And she said, because they only care about themselves. They're only selfish, only what they can get from you when they need you. But when it's time for you to need something, they are not there for you. And I always like, mom, like, everybody's not like that. But the more I live, the more I engage with people, I am learning that. And I think what happens is God is showing me this, these, these verses that we saw today that you have to take heed, right, that you have to be wary of people because they're, they're flesh and they will mess up. And he told us to trust him with all of our heart and not lean into our own understanding, but in all our ways acknowledge him and he would direct our path. He told us don't put your trust 
in horses or in chariots, but you should trust in the name of the Lord. And so the more that I live and the more that I am seeking to be like God and, and live for Christ and, and say, God, what would you have me to do? He is teaching me. Sometimes, Valerie, you are trusting that people, even though they do have the correct intention, you trust a, a bit too much in them. You trust that they're going to do certain things for you. But I know some of the reasons why they do what they do. I know the backstory. I know how that is going to cause you to have a dependency on them. And because you do that, sometimes, Valerie, you will not trust in me. Why is that important today? Because many of you, under the sound of my voice, are dealing with that. You're dealing with people that have betrayed you, people who have hurt your feelings, people who say they're going to be there, don't show up. You're waiting at the restaurant, and they don't even show. They don't even text. They don't even call you. But these are supposed to be your, your road dogs, your, your partners in crime, your friends, your, your family, whomever it is. And so because of that, you get so hurt, and then you take this view that it's like it's everybody, and then that's when that spirit of selfishness comes in, and, yeah, I don't want to be bothered with nobody. But the truth of the matter is God knows everything about us, right? He knows that our heart is desperately wicked and who can know it? He knows that we can be selfish. He knows that we can only think about ourselves and he wants us to trust in him and no one else. He knows these things about us. And so he tells you to love people, to, to be, um, to honor them, but at the same time to be wary. That, that's what Jeremiah came through today. He said, take, take heed. You know, don't don't get caught up too much in these long-time relationships. And some of you, under the sound of my voice, you've had some friendships that have been long time, and they've done you dirty. They've done something. And so because of your loyalty to them, you are devastated when they have hurt you. But today I am encouraging you, as the last part of verse 6 said, they refuse to know me, God's decree. Get to know God. Get to know Christ. Get to know what he would have you to do and how he would have you to treat people. And even when you need to deal with people or you need something from them, when they don't come through for you, knock it off your shoulders. Like don't, don't get so caught up. Don't get so hurt. Don't, don't let them so much into your spirit that it messes you up. And now everybody that you come in contact with, you are now attacking or judging them according to that person. Know that people are dealing with a lot of stuff. Yes, we must be kind, but also don't you put so much trust in flesh because flesh will fail you every single time. So this morning, although this is a 15 minutes with him, it has gone over because it's important for you to get the understanding that you and I have to trust in the Lord. You have to trust in him. You have to lean on him. And I believe in my scenario, God allows people that I kind of hold, maybe I hold them in a place that's too high, that he lets them disappoint me on purpose so that I will look to him and to no one else. And so that's what we're going to pray about today because I need you to hold on to the Lord. I need you to not have these Things affect you to the point that you cannot function, that you go into discouragement and anger and depression, and then now you're going to cut everybody off. And these very people are people that God has set up in your life that's coming, that is going to be a help. But because of what others have done, you have allowed that to stop you from possibly getting reconnected or connected with another individual that is going to change your life. So let's look to the Lord in prayer at this time. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you this morning and we thank you. 
We thank you, God, for life. We thank you for strength and health. We thank you for being a God that knows everything about us. You you know exactly what's happening with us. You are perfecting those things that concern us, God, and you you know it. You know all about it. You know the, the secret things. You know the idiosyncrasies. You know the things that have troubled us. You know the things that cause us to sit there and to meditate and to contemplate on what has happened and what hasn't happened and what's going on. God, you are the great I am. And because you're the great I am, you know it all. You see it all. You hear it all. You're aware of it all. And for this, this we give you the praise. God, we ask that you would forgive us right now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you because you are a God that is a forgiving God. You are a merciful God. And so because of that, God, we are grateful that you have forgiven us of our sins. And because you've forgiven us of our sins, God, now we can come to you and we can seek you and we can talk to you and we can ask anything of you. We can seek you and knock on the door. And God, you said all these things would be added to us. And so this morning, I come to you and thank you for forgiving us, your people. God, this morning, I bring this this topic where people have failed us to you. God, even in my own walk with you, I have had folks to to discourage me in the sense that they don't come through. Lord, I just want to say I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We're sorry, God, because we tend to put people in places that they have no business being in. God, you have asked us to trust you with all of our heart and not to lean to our own understanding. You told us to cast our cares upon you because you care for us. You you want us to be in close proximity with you in our relationship and our walk with you in the, in the times of prayer and that, God, we would seek you and, and ask you to help us and, and to, to, to see what everything that's going on in our lives, God, you have told us to do it, to, to do that. You told us that if we would call out to you and say, help, God, that you are a God that would help the godly man. You would help all of us from those who have oppressed us, from those who have troubled us, those who seem to increase against us. God, you have said that we, we know and you know about that. And so we're not supposed to look to man, but we're supposed to look to you. So this morning, God, I bring everyone under the sound of my voice is dealing with people who have hurt them, people who have disappointed them, people who have hurt them, people who have said one thing, did another, people who has, in this word, as we say, they have um, put uh, words and, and, and cheated one another, just like Jacob did, people who have spread malicious gossip and lies against those that were in close proximity to them, those who were close to them, those who were in their immediate circle, those that said that they would be with them to the end, that they would be their world dog, that they were loyal forever. God, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voices, dealing with those who have not um, had people to come through, but they've had more people to speak against what they said they were going to do. God, you said that they pile wrong upon wrong and stack lie upon lie and refuse to know you. And ultimately, that's what it is, God. They don't know you. God, they, they, they say they know you because if they knew you, then they would treat people better. They would be honest about what they've done or what they haven't done. But because they have all this is going on, it becomes a part of who they are, that they just say these things and it's just they just begin to tell another lie. They say, I'll be there and I'll support you and I'll love you and I'll I'll call you and I'll I'll be there in your corner. And many times they can't even do what they say that they're doing. But because it's lip service and because they do it, God, it has caused so many of your children to be hurt by the disappointments of life. But I pray God because you are the God who lifts our head. You are the lifter up of our head. You are the God that says, Lord, I'm with you always, even until the end 
of the age. You are the God who says that I am with you. I walk with you through the fire and even through the water. You wouldn't, the water wouldn't drown you and the fire wouldn't burn you, but that I'm with you. God, that you're taking us by your righteous right hand. That's what you said. And so, God, if you said this, that means that our dependency is supposed to be on you in every place, in every way, in every situation, that, God, that we are supposed to love each other. We are supposed to take care of each other. Your word says that my, my brother's keeper or my sister's keeper. Yes, we're supposed to be that, but we're not supposed to put 100% stock in man because man will fail us every single time. And so this morning, God, we ask that you would help us to get the right perspective, to love people, to take care of people, to show compassion to one another, to take care of those who are the poor and those who are widows, God, to take care of the orphan, to do all the things that you have commanded us to do and to trust you. And so as we trust you, God, then you will help us and you will set up the people that are supposed to be there at the right time, at the right situation, in the circumstance that we're dealing with. And then, God, if there's purpose is being fulfilled in our lives at that time, then it will be fulfilled, and then we will move to the next person. God, you do all things well, but we are to walk with you. God, we are to talk with you. We are to listen to your guidance, Holy Spirit. And so today, I pray for everyone who has been burdened with the cares of life as it has related to people who didn't come through, didn't come through with the finances, didn't come through with the the supposed to be at the meeting, didn't come through when they said they were going to make a call to help another person get help or to 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 help some kind of um, change happen concerning the person in jail, the person in school, the person in the hospital. God, all those who have disappointed and did not come through, I pray for them, God, because those disappointments become so heavy on many of your children that it makes them have then a spirit of bitterness that will come and attach itself to them. And, God, you have called us to not be bitter. You don't want us to be bitter. And so this morning, God, I bring your children before you because the cares of life have caused many of them to just be despondent. Some of them are isolated. Some of them don't call people. Some of them have blocked numbers. Some of them will not even engage in fellowship because of what has happened to them. And so today, God, you are the repairer of the breach. That is who you are. You can repair what's been broken. And even in the midst of forgiveness and people forgiving one another, God, you can repair. You can mend the broken heart. You can mend the sorrowful soul. You can lift the head of the one, of the one whose head is hanging down. You are the God who is more than enough. And because you're more than enough, you're more than enough in every way. So this morning, God, I pray that you remember your children, that you remember every man, every woman, every boy, every girl, God, that you will remember those in leadership, those who are in in servanthood, those who are helpers, those who work in the church, those who work in corporations, in the music industry, the education field, God, in the hospitals, those who work in the service area, those who are mechanics, those who are doing all that you call them to do, editors and writers, God, every facet of this life, I pray today that you would help your children because these are the things that cause them to be discouraged, but their mind needs to be fixed on you and get the right perspective that they are supposed to be so in sync with you, that their relationship is so tight with you, that you'll tell them and warn them when to speak and when to to not speak and when to cry and when to be happy and when to be joyful because you said that there's a time for everything under the sun. There's a time and a purpose 
for everything under the sun. And so, God, help us to understand the times that we're in. Help us to know what we're supposed to be doing at this particular time and who we're supposed to be involved with and who we're not supposed to be involved with anymore. And not because we're being nasty or rude, but because we are following your leading. God, we ask that you would do that this time, this day, God, that you would bless us, that you would keep us, that you would cause us, God, to know what you are saying, that you would circumcise our ears to your voice so that we might hear what thus saith the Lord God concerning every situation. And so we thank you this morning. We thank you this afternoon. We thank you this evening for doing it for us for keeping us in perfect peace because we keep our minds stayed on these. And even, God, for allowing us to ask for forgiveness and to be forgiven because we don't always do what we're supposed to do. We don't always do right. But when we purposefully not do what we're, not, what we're supposed to do, we ask that you would forgive us, God, and teach us how to be people of integrity. Teach us how to be people that say what we say and mean what we say and do what we do, no matter who it is, no matter what station in life they are, from the person who has no money to the person who has the most money, that we teach and treat everyone the same, that we love and we're kind to one another and not because this person is a star, this, this person is deemed important, and this person is not deemed important. Help us to love one another. And so we thank you for this prayer today. We pray that as we go to our respective places, that you would keep us, that you would cover us, God, cover our family members, cover everything that concerns us, cover the, the bridges we go across, the car, the bus, the train, the plane, the boat, the scooter, the bike, whatever it is, even walking, God, just keep us safe from all hurt, harm, and danger. And God, we will continue to praise you. We will continue to reflect on this word today that because Israel was turned away from you, they were not following your decrees. They did all kind of manner of things, and your prophet was consistently weeping and asking for mercy and asking for them to do the right thing instead of do the wrong thing. We thank you, God. We thank you that there's always an intercessor standing in the gap for those who don't even know that they're doing wrong, for those who know that they're doing wrong, but there are intercessors that you have put in place to stand in the gap and to pray for them in spite of them and all that they do so that, God, that you would extend your mercy to them. We thank you for this prayer today. We love you, God, because you're a great God and you're worthy to be praised. It is in Jesus Christ's name that we pray, God, and for your sake. Amen. And amen again. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So my brother, my sister, be encouraged. Whatever has happened, reflect on it for the moment, but understand that even though you might put a lot of trust in people, that God wants you to put your trust wholeheartedly in him, to not become so um, consumed with people because people will fail you. And I do believe that God allows sometimes people to fail us so that we would know that it is for him to be the one that you trust with every inkling that you have, every part of your being that you would trust God all the way. And it's hard because we can't see him, but the Lord has been faithful to you. He's taken you from faith to faith and from glory to glory. He's kept you through every storm, every situation. He's brought you out. He's brought you through, and he's still doing great things for you and I. So be encouraged. Hold on to this word today. You know that I love you, but God truly loves you more. Please join me again when we gather for 15 minutes with him. Take care. You've been listening to 15 Minutes with Him podcast. If you're receiving blessings and inspiration, be sure to like, subscribe, and share this experience with others. For information, visit us at ValerieLee.org. Until next time, join Sister Valerie Lee for 15 Minutes with Him.